I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Oh, hello, my darlings. Fancy meeting you lot here. This is Talking to Actors with me, Anna Mann. Got a bit of a cold at the minute, so I'm sorry if I sound a little manly, a little throaty. But such is the hazard of working in the theatre. You're absolutely surrounded by germs. And I don't just mean the actors, a lot of whom I do consider germs, especially ones who get in my way. When I say actors, I mean extras, supporting actors, I believe they call themselves. But I, well, I do, I just call them germs. But I mean, there's actual germs there as well, everywhere, riddled with them. And also it's very blustery right now. It's autumn, in case you haven't noticed. Yes, here we are for our special Halloween episode. Ooh, don't, don't you dare. Someone was talking to me earlier about messing around with a Ouija board. I said, are you completely insane? Do you realise you're playing with forces beyond your control? They said, oh, it's all right. Isn't it just a Ouija board? What? It's just a bit of fun, Anna. I said, the last time I did that, I conjured Sue Clinch. Or the spirit that now inhabits Sue Clinch, I believe. My best friend, Sue Clinch. I don't know if you know her. She's not well. And I think it's partly because of this Ouija board. Back in 86, 7, possibly 93, Sue had this idea, Anna, let's do a Ouija board. Although, of course, she didn't really talk like that then. It was more, you know, Anna, let's do a Ouija board. You know, she was more, um, she wasn't quite as gone. And I said, oh, well, no, Sue, that's messing with forces we don't understand. Are you sure that's a good idea? She said, come on, Anna. And I mean, that's, that's a bad one, but... Um, Come on, Anna, let's... There we go, something like that, you know. Come on, Anna, let's do it. What's the worst that could happen? Well, I tell you the worst that can happen. I'll send you a bloody photograph if you want. We should use her as a sort of, you know, those government adverts to say, kids, yeah, Ouija board sounds fun, doesn't it? Look at what you could become. You could become this, Sue Clinch. Now she talks like that. And she's rabid and she's constantly speaking in tongues. I think that's what it is anyway. Or she's just very bad at pronouncing. I don't know. Her diction has always been appalling. I mean, I tell her that all the time. Her diction is absolutely appalling. Um, By the way, you hear a weird spooky sound. That's, well, I hope it's the wind. It could be a spirit, a phantasm, a ghoul. Something from the other side, you know. Or it it could probably... It's probably the wind, let's be honest. But I don't know, I don't know. I think science has really messed around with us in that respect. I really do. I think all, you know, all this chemistry, biology, what is it? You know, doctors, professors, stuff like that. I'd rather go to a clairvoyant, a witch doctor, a fortune teller. Maybe, maybe it is all nonsense, but fuck. I tell you, once I went to one, I walked in, they immediately said, hey... 
that's not your real hair, is it? And how did they know that? How could they tell, you know? How could they tell? I mean, I was wearing my 10-foot giant wig, the one that I use for carnival, but still, they just knew instantly. It was incredible. So I'm, I'm just saying don't rule it out. There's definitely something, something out there. It's a cold october I mean, Halloween's gone, I won't lie. When you're listening to this, it's well gone. But, you know, there's something about it. There is a, that special night of the year where all the... I can sense there's something around. Maybe there's something in the room right now. Hello? If there is a spirit, make yourself known. Nothing. Nothing. Just the wind. Or a very, quite rude ghost, which is possible. I don't know, is it rude to scare people or to just not actually respond? Either way, it's not ideal. I hate ghosts. Anyway, back to the reason we're here. Enough of this ghouly nonsense. This is, as I say, talking to actors with me, Anna Mann. And a lovely hello to all my listeners. We've got a few new listeners since I appeared on Harry Hill's Club Night. You might have seen it. If you haven't seen it, why not see it, please? Every now and again, I make the the little line on my computer go red. That's when I shout. But my editor has said, can you, Anna, for the love of Christ, can you stop doing that? I said, well, A, I don't love Christ, right? I'm not a Satanist. I'm not saying that. Admire Jesus, I respect what he did, but I will not I will not suffer organized religion. That's another subject for another time. My point is uh, I've, I've forgotten what I was talking about. Anyway, hello to you all. Yes, new listeners, hopefully, since Harry Hill's club night. I think it went down all right. I mean, I won't lie, I got a bit of stick. One chap did suggest it was a an act of hate. Which I thought was going a bit far, you know. He, he suggested it was an actual hate crime. And I said, oh, come on, mate. You know, just a bit of fun, isn't it? He said, well, what if I said that about the gays? And I, I thought, I'm not, I'm not going further with this. I'm just not, I'm not going to go further with this. Anyway, crack on, Anna. So, yes, hello to all of you. All you big bears, you great big bears. Bless you, darlings. On your way, you're probably on your way to the office now or the bank or whatever, sat on your your little tube or your train or your bus, or maybe you're walking. Ugh, God bless you. You're even doing that, listening to your little headphones that you got as a little Christmas bonus on your way to work, where you'll be pushed into a little wicker cage while the boss screams at you to make money or something. I don't know. I've I've never had a real job. I don't know what it's like. In fact, if, if anyone could tweet in to let me know what it's like, Colin Holt comedy or Anna Man actress. Yes, I've never had a real job. And, you know, sometimes people, I say that and people go, no, Anna, acting is a proper job. And I say, darling, acting isn't a job, right? A job is something that ordinary people do. Acting is the bloodstream of the universe, isn't it? I don't know. Am I going too far saying that? I, I mean, we actors are white blood cells acting our way through the veins of theatre, blitzing the cancer that is the critic. And I really don't think I'm being hyperbolic when I say that. I really don't, mainly because I don't know what hyperbolic means. But no, darlings, good luck to you, you lovely big bears, you lovely slovenly honey bears, wandering your way, sat on your bus, munching away on some fat in a bag, dreaming of a way out. Well, maybe this is the way out, darling, right here. And listening to this podcast, you can forget just for a second, well, you know, about 45 minutes, how awful everything is. Now, 
I am, in case you're wondering, and if you don't know, you've really taken a punt here, but I am Anna Man, actress, singer, pumpkin eater. Yes, it's that time of the year, as I said, when we gorge ourselves on the root vegetable and we drink the innards, then carve one of our ex-husband's faces into the shell. Or, of course, during one particularly bad divorce, I actually carved a pumpkin into my husband's face. Ugh, we won't go into that now. This year, I carved a pumpkin. I went for a very accurate Jim Peach, who some of you may remember was my fourth husband. Lovely chap, really nice man, actually. We lost him in the marketplace of Marrakesh, and he was sadly never seen again. Bless him. If you're out there, Jim, we love you. And, you know, I just pretended we weren't married. I'm sorry, I don't know. We probably technically are. It doesn't matter. But no, I love Halloween, as it's correctly pronounced. Halloween. All Hallows' Eve. The Eve when all the Hallows. So, It's so much fun. It really is. You know, by the time you hear this, it'll be long gone, as we've said, and you'll be busy cleaning the bits of vom from your masks, I imagine. Now, back in the day, I'd go out every year on a trick-or-a-treating with my dear, lovely, late husband, John Smells, Smellsy, my second, probably the only man I've ever really loved. I tell that to all my husbands. I say, darling... You can try, but you'll never be John Smells, you know. Smellsy. Probably at home you're getting a little ripple of recognition now. Oh, yes, Smellsy, yes, you remember him. What he'd do, he'd, he'd lead the charge, naturally, you know. I was always scampering behind him in many ways, you know. Um, mainly because he was just so fast, which was very impressive for an 80-year-old man. I think it was because he had a tiny, one of those little electric scooters. He'd just zip along, you know. Anyway, he would go to a door, knock on the door, trick or treat, he'd cry in his wonderful Shakespearean voice, trick or treat, and they'd say, you know, treat, and he would treat them to a a 40-minute rendition of the To Be or Not To Be speech from Hamlet, um, which shouldn't have taken 40 minutes. That's quite a long time, actually, for uh, one soliloquy. It probably should only take a maximum of... I don't know, three minutes, maybe, but he would make it last 40 minutes. And it was incredible. It really was. You know, he had an achingly slow delivery and he would fill the speech with some absolutely incredible, masterful pauses, very long, slow pauses, sometimes not just in between sentences, but in between words, sometimes in between syllables, sometimes in between letters. Long pause. Ooh, that was just the two. So you can imagine how it took 40 minutes. But, um... A lot of those pauses, I mean, they really were clever. They took the theatre world by storm at the time, but I knew they were actually just so we could have a fag or three. But woe betide any other trick-or-treaters coming up behind him, trying to push in. He'd go absolutely batshit if you interrupted him. The younger people won't know this, but traditionally in theatre, if you're interrupted, do you know what the response is? You may be going, boo, it's boo, Anna, it's crap. No, it's not. It's actually to hiss. Hiss, like that. Hiss. You know, say you're watching a play and someone walks in loudly, you go, sss, God, I'm really making the screen go red. I'm going to get in such trouble. You know, you'd hiss, hiss, like that, hiss. And if you interrupted John's to be or not to be speech, or as we call it, uh, to be, to what be, to be, what do we call it? To bow to be, to bow to be, that's what we call it for short. If you interrupted his to bow to be, you know, the, you know, the Tabo to be, who me, ye, the Tabo to be, that, that sort of thing. Anyway, if you interrupted his Tabo to be, you would get the hiss of your life. God, he'd hiss at you. He'd really, really take you to town. One young chap got the John Smells hiss and just bang, immediately gave up the profession. Immediately. John had that kind of power, you know, bless him. Bless you, John. Long gone now. Still, he wasn't actually the most terrifying director I worked with. That 
awe-inspiring and arse-clenching accolade probably goes to the legendary Bernard B. Byrne. The B was short for Bernie. The quintessential Irishman, true artist, cared about his plays so much. He really cared, cared so much he would often go to bed with his plays. I remember he once literally tried to marry a collection of Samuel Beckett, and he would have managed it as well if the priest hadn't fallen into a coma from sheer boredom. Bless him. Smoke like a chimney, a chimney that had a fag on. wasn't uncommon to see him with three or four fags in his mouth at one time. And as a director, he had that way of really using far too many words than was necessary when he was trying to give you a note. Like all the best directors, when he gave you a note, you were infinitely more confused than you had been before he gave you the note. And that's the sign of a good director. If a director comes up to you and goes, darling, I've got a note, and you listen, and you go, okay, yep, I'll do that. That's not a good director. Really, you should go away going, fuck, what does he mean? I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I remember vividly Bernard B.B. describing how he wanted the set to be painted like a a void, he said. A void, a a completely devoid of colour, he said. A complete absence of all the colours, leached, drained of all brightness, lightness and shine. An empty hole, a dark nothing. And one of the actors in the company, a very facetious chap called Nat Grump, stuck his hand up and he said, Do you mean you want it painted black? (gasps) God, he was in trouble then. He was in trouble. Oh, my goodness. Very facetious Nat Grump, always asking questions. Let the director speak, I'd say. That's what they want. That's why they do it. They like talking at you for ages. You know, the sort of questions he'd ask. God, oh, would they actually wear those clothes in this time period, though? You know, stuff like that. Annoying. Should Othello carry an Uzi? Are you sure I need to be naked in this scene? You know, I think that last one was when Bernard directed the Tunbridge Wells Christmas Grotto. It was a bit much, to be honest. The mayor's still apologising for that. Yes, that was Bernard, though. He believed in using theatre, any theatre, to really shock. He didn't care if it was Chekhov, but where you didn't fire the gun. Very shocking. Or a training video for Wicks. He wanted to wake the public up. What he'd call the pigs. Gotta wake up the pigs. If we don't wake up the pigs, we might as well give them the butcher's knife now. That was the opening line at Santa's Grotto. Terrifying, but incredibly brave. Obnoxiously relevant. He called it Theatre of the Imprisoned. Because if you performed it, you were almost definitely going to get arrested. It's got me thinking about Nat Grump now. Bless him. Really weasley face on him. Quite an ugly chap. Not in in, in his features, as many of you know. I, I see what lies beneath. I do not judge people by their physical appearance, but by their soul, their spirit, and, you know, whether they can further my career. But I really despise those sort of actors who are always asking questions in rehearsals, you know. Let's just block the fucker and get to the pub, for God's sake. Don't think, act, then buy me a drink. So, yes, Bernard had done this very lengthy description of the the painting of the set, and Nat had stuck his hand and said, ooh, do you mean black? Um, And boy, did Bernard let rip at him, really did, screaming, screamed at him, you know, how dare you, an inch, an inch from his face, and his breath, ugh, really stunk, 
coffee, cigarette, and let's be honest, excrement. I mean, that was part of the theatre of the imprisoned, you know, that was sort of the initiation, if you like. I won't go into that because it's too grim. Anyway, he actually burnt a bit of Nat's chin with one of the many fags that were currently in his mouth. We did not cross Bernard after that, let me tell you. But actually, he did just mean he wanted it painted black, and it was painted black. I remember one more little memory of Bernard before we uh, move on, or Bernard, or, or Bernie, or Say it how you want, I don't care. Anyway, we were working on Arturo Ui by Brecht. Um, I think that's the correct pronunciation. Some people say Brecht, but of course the correct pronunciation is Brecht. It's a wonderful play. If you don't know it, it's uh, uh, all about the rise of Hitler. You know him. And the Nazi party, very achingly relevant for now. It's a grotesquely vital and very important piece, which I confess to never quite understanding. It's an allegory, allegory, you see, where you've got these sort of, there's like cauliflower salesmen. They sell cauliflowers and, and they end up sort of taking over the marketplace, you know, a bit like, a bit like the Nazis Anyway, it's really good, apparently. Anyway, Bernard spent the first week of rehearsals. We got in there all ready to do this kind of wonderful allegory by Brecht of, uh, you know, the rise of the Nazis, which is always so relevant. Bernard just spent the first few weeks talking about cauliflowers. You know, the cauliflower. We'd sat there, you know, the cauliflower. Think about it. The cauliflower. Right, you know. The shape, it's a flower, it's white. It's white with its bits of green on it. You, you know, it got on and on and on about this. And we're all sat around. Eventually, after a couple of weeks, Nat Grump stuck his hand up, always Nat Grump, and he said, sorry, Bernard, but I don't think it's actually about cauliflowers. I think this plays about the Nazis, isn't it? Oh, my God. Let's just say BBB really let rip. And, of course, Nat never worked again or actually walked again, which did land BBB in jail for the rest of his natural life, where he could literally perform the theatre of the imprisoned to his heart's content. Actually, it turned out once he was in there, he did not like it. It was quite different from what he thought it would be like. Sadly, Bernard did pass away when he tried to break his record and smoke a hundred fags at once. But hey-ho, I hadn't learned any of the lines. I remember I'd barely read the play. Just pretended to listen to BBB talk about cauliflowers all day while I tried to remember every sandwich I'd ever eaten. That's what happens when I get bored. I think I sit there and people are talking about the play and I'm like, all I want to do is get on the stage and have people love me. You know, I don't want to get into all this boring stuff about cauliflowers. So I just start thinking about all the sandwiches I've had. It's actually, you should try it. I'm not one of these creeps like old David Suchet, you know, who comes to rehearsals knowing all their lines. Oh, God, I never, I make it a rule to never learn my lines until we're at least halfway through the run. That was BBB, bless him. Bernard, Bernie, Burn. Happy Halloween to you, Bernie, if you're up there. And happy Halloween to you all. I'm very sad to not have John Smell Smellsy with me or any of my husbands this year. No, what did we do? Well, all I did this year was I pushed Sue around town in her nighty. Absolutely terrified everyone. They were just throwing cash at us at the end to leave. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly, novelty key ring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> 
Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, it's time to get on with the podcast proper. We're here to talk to actors, so that's exactly what we're going to do. And I'm very lucky now, because my guest is actually very famous. I was in the airport with him, and everyone was going, oh, you him? And they was going, well, yes, yes, I am. Although in a very cool way, sort of like this. Yeah. And they were like, oh, could we take a picture with you? And he go, sure. Very cool. Wonderfully cool man. I'm talking, of course, about Aston Merigold. Hang on a minute, Anna. Isn't he the singer and the dancer with JLS, that wonderful pop group, that incredible band that tickled our ears with their remarkable tunes and, frankly, frightening audacity? Well, yes, he is, but he's also an actor. Not all of you may have known this. As we find out in the speech, he did acting long before anyone even knew the letters J, L or S, let alone had the idea to put them together and form a pop group around it. He is an actor, did a bit of acting back in the day, and now he's getting back into it. He's already done a couple of jobs and he is great. Trust me, I've had some first-hand experience there. Very talented man. So let's hear from Aston Merigold in Talking to Actors. Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors, actors, yeah, they rule the world. Hello, Aston. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're absolutely riddled with tattoos. I I'm love really... that. <laughs> I am. Do you want to take me through those quick? Um, there's, there's a lot. I mean, quick. Have there's quick, a whole sleeve. There's a got. whole sleeve. Well, of... I mean, we've got 20 minutes or so. There's there's a lot. There's uh, obviously all the art. The kissing jokers. The kissing jokers. Oh. The faces of, 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 uh, of the acting. Yeah, exactly. They're the one. acting world. This is the acting world. But they're ki- if comedy and tragedy kiss, what do we get? It, a, a romantic comedy. Russ Abbott's Funhouse. Something <laughs> like that. I think... <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's lovely. Yeah, performance uh, this, this was, um, is in your blood. Yeah, exactly. And on your skin. And on my literally. skin. Um, this is a quote. There's good and bad in all of us, but bad, as in interpreted as obviously the Michael Jackson bad, like as in okay. talent. There's talent within all of us. Oh right. So good and ev- bad. You're good at something. Yes. There's something. Every everyone's good at something. Yes. Yes. I think mine. I like to think mine's acting, but Mum says it's mainly sleeping and crying. That's good though. I'm good at it. You're good. I love having a good whale. A good me? Wh- just screaming, opening the door windows and just screaming at passers-by. <laughs> Have you never done that? Not, not, uh, you no. must 
Try it. Just okay. when you're down, you know, okay, but well, that's good. Yeah. And um, then we've got a lady. We've got a lady, a dream girl. This is the dream girl. The dream is, girl. Yeah. Slightly. Hello. Yeah. Over there. What were the in? Uh, ah, sorry, we don't know. Yeah. That was a man just came in with a parcel. We're backstage on set at Almost Never and a man just came in with a parcel. Yes. That was, um... And, um... I, we maintained we did, we ourselves, we did. which was fun. Which was fun. And then he left, so yeah. that's good. We don't deal with parcels, darling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think we need to, some kind of sign that says, darling, that's not us. I think, okay. I think the actual door does say Anything, talent. Talent, not parcels. Yeah. Parcels yeah. is another department, darling. Yeah, that's not right, possible. so there's, there's a lady on your arm. Yes, that's a dream like girl. A dream girl, that's why the face is kind of covered. Oh, God. Just so it's, there's no kind of... I got this before. She's not a particular. No, so I got this before um, my, my missus now. Before so your actual missus. Yeah, so it was a bit like, okay. How long ago was that then? Symbol. This is all... So that's what you were looking for? 19 years ago. Yeah. And would you a, go up to girls and sort of hold it next to their faces and sort of compare? and Just to go, kind of see, I'd be like, is that one? A bit like, no, it's not. She actually does, this is, this is kind of like my missus, so I'm happy. Oh, lovely. Well, perfect. Yeah. Well, you knew what you wanted and you, and you got it. There you go. So. Um, slightly... There's a, bit, there's a slight um, horror angle to it. Well. Yeah, yeah, no, it maybe is. that's because there's a skull next to it. Maybe a reminder of but death. It's it was definitely <laughs> bloody oh, hell. Can't get quite. away from it. Can I know you? it's a bit, a bit deep. <laughs> um, no, it was more. I think back back in the old days, the pinup kind of girl. Yes, that type of vibe. But I totally changed it. Went. Now I want a pinup girl, but it's a little bit more. God, if you were thirty years younger, maybe I'd have been on the arm. Yep. Who knows? See. Who knows? Who knows? I never looked quite like that. No. Um, and then what else have we got? We've got this, the microphone. Um, we've got the microphone. Um, we we've got exactly. We've got classic old school. The stars. We've got um, the diamonds. Hearts. Diamonds. Yeah, diamonds. We've got the hearts with the headphones on, which is oh, that's cool. A little bit. Yeah, listening with your heart. There we go. I love yeah, this. I every you get it. every tattoo tells a story. You oh get God, it. I love it. it. You do. You get I love it. it. I might. Do you know? Someone once told me a story that Julie Andrews. I don't oh, know yes, Julie Andrews. Do. Mary yes. Hoppins. Yeah. Of course. Riddled with tattoos of 666. She was. <laughs> Apparently. Someone, it was an Italian drag queen I met. Right. Called Ernesto, who swore to me that Julie Andrews, and I said, have you seen this, Ernesto? And he said, well, yes, you know, of course. I said, really, though? And he said, well, I've heard about it. That's not the same as seeing it. No. It? But I don't simple. think that's true, do you? I've often wondered. I mean, was this before or after Mary Poppins? I don't, I mean... Even if you were really into Satan, would you do that? Probably, probably not. I, d- I, I dare say she probably wouldn't have got the part. No. no. I mean, so that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, from the neck, he reckoned from the neck to the knee. Right, okay. Well, Maybe she was, even the ankle. She had a full suit on. She so did wear a lot of, yeah, yeah. We, we wouldn't know. We wouldldn't know. That's, that's God, something we maybe... won't know until she she finally dies. Find yeah. it. Or we won't know. Or we can get another reliable source. Yes. Yeah. God. All right. Well, if I get on the pod, that's the first then question. Then I, w- I would right. love okay, to, now. actually. Right. One day. No, okay. That, Next time she's in town. That's the girl. cholera. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I want to know. Julie, are you covered in 666s? Yes or no? No. Right. Great. Now let's talk about Mary Poppins. Done. There we go. So lovely. Is that everything? Yeah. And a, a castle? Pretty much. There's, oh, this, so these are, these are actually buildings from my hometown. Oh, wow. Which is? So, um, Peterborough. Peterborough. Yeah, oh, so, lovely! Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful part of the world. It, is it? Yeah. I've never been there. I've only yeah. heard bad things. 
Really? From a man who lived in Ipswich. Oh, well, there you go. So, so in, the, the in, rivalry. In Ipswich. Is that a natural rivalry? Torians or whatever they're called. He's one of the farmers, isn't he's he? He's one of his... Uh, Farmer, tractor boys. Yeah, tractor, tractor boys. There boys. we go. Ipswich, so Peterborough. No, I don't think I've ever been. Yeah, there's... Is uh, that sort of Lower Midlands? Part of the, 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 uh, East Midlands. East Midlands? Yeah, no, not East Midlands. East yeah. Anglia. East Anglia. Yes. Sorry about that. Sorry if anyone... But I'm, I'm really sorry. I do know my stuff. So you feel connected to your Peterborough roots? Very much so. My family is still down there. So right. it's, um, yeah, All the there. journeys do constantly happen. And if so, I'm ever on the train, I do have to kind of go through there. Go through Peterborough. Yeah. Just a little salute. Yep. As you go past. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Yes. What's that one up to Manchester to go through Peterborough? I think. Uh, I've definitely been through it many north. times. Anywhere up north. It's sort of like Reading. One of those. One of We go through it, but we rarely stop in it. There you go. But when we do... It's Boy, a, are we surprised. It's a, it's, a, it's a glorious time. Yes, all right. Yeah. So, connected to your roots, that's lovely. Now, yeah. Aston Mary Gold. Yes. Three words to tell, well... <laughs> Ish. <laughs> tell such a story. I've got you here. You're an actor now. Yes, I am now, yes. Fully, yes. fully fledged. Fully fledged. You've got a spotlight photo. I have. You're on equity. Yep. Wow, you're doing this. I'm, I am you're doing this. Dream. So, of course, in the past, you've, you've done other stuff. But yes. you did act a bit originally, didn't you? I did, yeah, when I was young. I did act a little bit when I was young. Did a lot of extra work. Um, extra work? Yeah. And yeah. How, were, were you ever warned? Because I was always warned, Diana, don't do extra work. You'll never act. I mean... Because they'll think that you can't, that you can only mime. You can only mime, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was very... No, 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 I can speak. Yeah. They, yeah. I did get one or two lines. Right. I think they were cut. Was that I did films, TV? Uh, t- TV. Right. Yeah, TV at the and time. We're, so that was when you were in Peterborough? Yeah, that's when I was in Peterborough when I was but very But were they young. filming in Peterborough? Oh, you were a kid? No, no, so I was a kid, yeah, during you go school. down to London to do extra work? Yeah. So I'm you still. knew you wanted... All right, let's go back to the beginning. Let's yeah. go... So you were born? I was, I was born, I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. All happens to most of us. Yep. Um, and that was all right. In Peterborough? Yep. Grew up there? Grew up there, had a lovely time there. Lovely time. Nice childhood? Lovely childhood. Wonderful. And Wonderful. when did the drive begin? That's the question. Because whether you're an actor, whatever, whether these many actor, singer, dancer, uh, clown of sorts, but where yeah, did it really begin? It, it began. I mean, my mum would probably tell you from ridiculously young age, but really? I don't remember any of that stuff. So probably through through secondary school, I was a bit like, "This is good." Yeah. I start to get understanding and kind of going. Oh, the plays are quite good. Is there stuff bigger than school plays? Yeah, there's a lot bigger than school plays. Yeah. Then that kind oh, of God just spread on. There's Andra. For God's sake. <laughs> there's, there's the Peterborough Town Hall. You know? And and then it got bigger from there. Wow. Yeah. I What's beyond to, uh, Peterborough? There you go. London. That's, that's what I wanted to know. Hollywood. Hollywood. And then where mm-hmm. do we go? Well, that's it, really, isn't it? Kind of Bollywood, probably. Well, there, nowadays. There you go. Yeah, Bollywood. It's doing very well. It is. But no, so you, so you sort of got a feel for it from the school play. But you were yeah. already into you were sports and stuff. Sports was the main thing. You were sports, I was and then you went because normally, often it's it's you know that them what can't do the sports, mm-hmm. two left feet, no arms, yeah, an extra head, whatever. Yeah. You know, they can't play for whatever reason. They can't do the sports exactly. So they go right. Here's a little enclave, a little oasis. Mm-hmm. I can sing. I can dance. This is my sport. Yep. You know, it's like sport, but it's, it's like sport, but it's not sport. Yeah, you don't get hit. you don't. No one jumps on you, or if they do, it's rehearsed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's very rehearsed. Very rehearsed. And, and you know, if you can't actually, you know, you can you only ever pretend to stamp. Yeah, and sometimes kick and so on. Yeah. So, but what was the sport? Football. Football. That was, was your big one. Yeah, it was football until until the age of 
16, I took it very seriously. From wow. Well, did you want to be a professional? Yeah. Really? I was on the way. I was good. I was ready. The trials were about to happen, all this. And then the age-old story of the injury happened. And oh, really? Happened. Yeah. So if that hadn't happened, you would have maybe become a footballer and none of exactly the other stuff would have happened? Yeah. What was the injury? Yeah. Uh, basically, in, within the bottom, it sounds really weird, in the bottom of my foot, I've now mm. had nerves taken out of the, the bottom Ooh. of my foot, my left foot, yeah, so. Just ripped out like spaghetti. Just, uh, however they did it, I'm not, I'm not. So first. you can't feel in the bottom yeah, of Yeah, I used foot. to have a lot of, like, a lot of pain, basically. It's really where I used to have to walk on the side of my foot at times, mm. if I wanted to move. Some, I'd, sometimes Ooh. I'd just be, not be able to. And, the, and, and was that a problem when you were dancing? Or did it? It was, but at the same time, it was, it was a problem when I was playing football all the time, but it just got to the point where I couldn't handle it and needed an operation. Right. And it was a bit like... I feel like there's a movie in that, you know, like maybe. If, if you were to become a kind of vigilante, <laughs> no feeling in his foot, so he yeah. could just, you know, just as long as he was using that one foot, he was invincible. I like that, yeah. Because he couldn't feel anything. I mean, I guess you could still lose the foot, but... True, but I could have kicked Thanos in the face. Kick him right in the face. And... Knock his bloody block off. Yeah, done. Chinny freak. <laughs> Chinny purple freak. <laughs> Who is that? He's, he's not even really there, you know. He's not. He's just... Would you like to do a CGI? I'd love to do a CGI. God, yeah, I, I think, think it'd be so, so hard. I mean, I find acting hard when yeah. someone's talking to me. This is true. I, I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> acting hard when you're just drinking a cup of tea, let alone if the tea's made out of pixels. It's whatever. <laughs> it's not even there. Exactly. Well, there's jumps, no cup of tea. jumping at you. There's not a cup of tea, darling. Yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing behind it. You're in a jungle, right? Well, where's the trees? Yep. We'll put them in after. Ah! You know? God, mad. It's this true. whole profession's mad. It so is. what would you, would you like to be an Avenger? Oh, no. That's a... Oh, that's a dream. That's a big, yeah. that's a big would you go? Would you go Avengers or, or Justice League? I mean, obviously, okay. Justice League is right for a re. Okay, re- so, so this is so this is the thing for me. Mm-hmm. If we're going to delve into this, mm-hmm. yes. For me, I personally feel that in terms of sorry, superheroes themselves, yes. Your Batman's and Supermans are your for me. They're historic. They're they're the they're the beginning of my superhero journey. The quintessential, yeah. The archetypes, yeah. They're the ones I'm kind of going. You're the blueprint. Right. You're the blueprint for a superhero. But then you look at Marvel now, and it's just like I think I started with the Marvel yeah. thing. It was it was more like Spider Man and X Men. It was I the think early parts of Spider Man. You've got the sort of liveness and Miles Morales, well, of. I mean at that sort of. I, what I love is is in, in terms of um, you know skin and everything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to be such a problem anymore, no, which is really. fun, isn't it? Because it hasn't been in theatre for a It'd long be time. Interesting. Be interesting. Why not? Interesting. Why not? I mean, obviously you'll get a. A whole horde of <laughs> right-wing monsters coming for you, but yeah. But I have a Spider. I think you'd be a good Spider-Man. I think I'll take that. If you want it, you can have it. I want it. I mean, I'm not saying it will get you the part. Okay, but all right. I still carry some weight. Exactly. Well, circles. you've said it, so now it's happening. I think someone liberty. Have I got to go? <laughs> have I got to go back on set? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, they need you. Okay. You need it. Right. Well, we'll come back in a minute. Well, we're back. Um, we got interrupted there, didn't we? We did. Not by the mailman again. No, no, right. not the mailman. We'd have just pushed him away with a stick or something. Yeah. Get out, yeah. mailman! <laughs> no, by an actual runner mm-hmm. for the show. The runners are funny, aren't they? They are funny. They're a lovely idea. They should be in the show. They should be. They're mm. great. But just the idea of having someone who runs around and gives you stuff. 
Can yeah. you ever get... I mean, you probably had that for a long time. Well, I'm still you? waiting for my coffee that I asked for. Oh, really? When did you ask? 11 o'clock. Right, head's going to roll. Yeah. Okay, don't worry. Leave it with me, Aston. I'll you. have a chat. Thanks, we'll man. Get rid of it. Thank you. So before our little break, we were chatting about um, something. Football. You're, you're a footballer. You yep. have your superpower. Oh, yes, you were going to be an Avenger. Spider-Man. Yeah. You decided. Yeah. Okay, right. We'll move on from You've that. You've sorted that out for me, so I'm happy about that. So... You were this footballing legend, in tr- potentially. You had the potential, like the, the potential, an amoeba of football, indeed, that could have grown into an amphibian and then a dinosaur. <laughs> then a, I, I'm losing the metaphor by the second, but it makes sense. But it makes sense. Yeah. But obviously, injury. However, you did not let that get you down. No, no. Did you no, have? No. Was there a moment? Was there a... Yeah, when you're in a hospital bed and then you oh, have to get back on the... Yeah, then you get back on the, the crutches and you're a bit like, okay, cool. How's this going to work then? So you did have that, I could either let this get me down or I could... Yeah. Get back out there. Straight God, back out there. And then I love that. I was... Yeah, that's when I joined a band. You joined the band? I joined a band, And yeah. was that... I want to say YTS. Not quite YTS. That, but it was a youth training scheme of sorts. It was kind of a youth we training could scheme. Ask, yeah. No, close, I'm being close, close. I'm being... <laughs> Facetious. We all know who I'm talking about. So you joined. That was J- JLS. That was JLS. So yeah. We were together as a band before. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, how long? Were. How long for? We were together for over a year and a half before we did the X Factor. A year and a half. Mm. And, and did did you instigate it? Or were you? I didn't instigate. It, no. So I. You I knew said, Marvin. We've talked about this so many times. No, you? no. Do you know what? It's funny enough. It's like I actually knew. I knew Marvin. Yes. Um, first of all, just from from Peterborough. No, no, no. Mm. He was. He was. Um, I actually moved down to London at that point, mm. and um, yeah, I, I basically met Marvin. Loads of castings and right, you know, mutual friends, stuff like that. Acting cast. So you were going for the acting as well. Acting and music, anything, theatre, everything. You knew you wanted to perform and, yeah. and get involved yeah, and all that, that stuff. Yeah, I was like, right now, I'm this was the new fully involved. And, um, yeah, knew Marv, and then basically Marvin was speaking to a guy um, that he knew called Ariche at the time, and they were like, let's start a band. Marv was then like, I know a guy that'd be quite good to join the band. Right. That's where I came in. Um, apparently I was all right, so I joined the band. Oh, cool. And then... Um, were you instrument? You never... We're an instrument. No, no, I wanted to do, yeah, right. singing and dancing. That's that's the thing we wanted to do. Wow. And um, yeah, a few weeks later, we, we were still rehearsing. We was like, maybe we need one more. Mm. Um, we then auditioned a few people, and then we found JB, and then that was that was it. That's when Jalice. And was then we were off. We were off hitting the road, hitting the the, the wind current of fame. Uh, kind of in some ways kind of and then you did X Factor yep you did very well boom 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 you've boom. talked about this lots this is yep. talking to actors so you mega stars went how well how did you deal with that we did good right. you seem to take everything in your stride just, which I just admire fun. so much I, I just get fun. an adverse and I freak out <laughs> you know I just have to say one line about you know I had one advert I get cash for I got cash for contacts that's what I say it was mm-hmm. an insurance advert and I just freak I let the fame go to my head I mean I spent 40 grand before I even filmed it and then it <laughs> turned out it was only worth one grand right okay so, so you, the advert put me 39 grand in debt the advert did that yes right okay. I think so okay I'm, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying I just guessed it would be about 40 grand okay you anyway, guessed have you ever done any adverts uh, I have you have I have this, funnily, funnily after enough, JLS no so 
During, the early days. During this during, so fun enough, I did. Oh, I remember for crisps. No, that was that was actually no, that was a JLS was that was a JLS advert. Yes, but I yes. on my own. Oof. I actually did um, a Nokia advert at the time and a um, Nintendo Wii advert. Oh wow! So what was actually hilarious was we were actually on the X Factor. Yes. And then during the final of the X Factor, there was a, as a Nintendo Wii advert on. Oh wow! Obviously selling the Wii, and I was on that. Advert. You were pop up. Oh, and it's <laughs> singing. Was it a sing star? No star one. No, no. it was. It, it was was it Sonic Sonic Games? Sonic like games. Sonic Olympic Games or something like that. Wow. And then we were there shaking your I was actually doing I did the bow and arrow. Oh cool. Yes, I yeah. bet you did. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I, I saw archer. a Wii in a shop window for £28 the other day and I felt a bit sad. You know what? I felt a little bit sad. I thought no one wants the Wii. It's become you know, and that's not a reflection on you. Listen, I'm not no, saying no, that. No, I'm not criticizing <laughs> you, but I'm it's not saying it's because of that. I was the for <laughs> I mean you didn't save it. I, did, I, didn't I hasten to add, but no. I don't think that's why. No, my mum actually um, did the, the same the other day. She took a load, of, a load of my old console stuff, which I told her, yes. you should save that because it might be worth some money someday. One day, But yeah. she went down and she went, I'm going to get a few hundred pounds for this. Oh. I think the guy quoted her yes. for it might have been PlayStation 1, PS2, Wii. He was mm. like 42 quid. Oh, God. That's not a lot, is it? No. So I, this is genuinely, I went in with a full box set I Sue Clinch, my best friend. Mm-hmm. I often, when we're really poor, you know, you know what this business is like, famine or feast. Mm-hmm. When I'm having a feast, no, a famine, I sometimes just go into her house when she's not there and raid her stuff and try and sell it. I got a box set of Battlestar Galactica. She's a love sci-fi bless. Her. I think she relates to some of the creatures in there. She's not. Well, <laughs> she's not well, bless her. She's not and well. I got and I took it in. Here you go, box set. What's that? Hundred pounds? Twenty-five pence. 25 pence. DVDs. I said, I, I, fuck off. <laughs> You've given me... I read, all right, give me the 25 pence. Because you know, it's not mine, so I don't yeah. care either way. <laughs> Super Lynch was furious. It wasn't worth it in the How end. How much did it take you to get to the shop, though? How much did you spend to get to the Oh, well, I got a cab from, well, Rotherham at the time, actually. Right. And it was in London. So I, I was staying with a friend. Well, no, I was staying with Sue Clinch. Yeah. Not a, it's sort of a friend. She was living in Rotherham at the time. The Rotherham Strangler, they know her <laughs> No, no, I did. <laughs> right, um, oh, and, and let's mention Nate's in the room. Can we say hello to you, Nate? Yeah, Nathaniel. Hello, everyone. Nathaniel. Oh, he's got his teeth in. He's got a nice retainers out. I have a list when I'm my retainers in, yeah. Nate's here, how lovely. So you're here with Aston. Yes. Nate is the star of Almost Never. I wouldn't say stars. star, I wouldn't say star. I mean, he is the star. I'm popping into the podcast because he's turned up. And, um, Nate, well, you know, what's it like working with Aston? Can you say in a word? Um, in a few words. It is... I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a funny story. Yes. I used to be I used to be a huge JLS fan when I was a little kid. Uh, yes, yes. and then you met him. This is the thing, I met him and I was... They say that... <laughs> he's not joking. <laughs> he's not joking. They say never meet your heroes, right? Yes. No. So, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Turned up the first time I slapped him. But you did. You you were a massive fan. Huge fan. So, so when how I, did you feel when they said Aston was coming on set? I I was a bit speechless. I can't lie. Um, and I remember the first time I met him. Mm. The first time I saw him was in the makeup room. Yes. And um, he walked in the door and he saw me and he said, "Hello, how you doing? How you doing, man?" Uh, the cool like yeah, the yeah, cool yeah. way does it. Yes, know? yes. Always oh, very cool. And um, achingly, sir. And I just <laughs> I just I just froze. Oh I just completely froze and I, I didn't know what to do. I sort of I did a cool handshake with him and walked out the room. Did you do the cool like whatever man? 
Yeah, like tried to play it off. Like, that's and bearing in mind, I was outside and it was very loud before I walked in, and I walked in yeah. and everyone went silent. I was a bit like, oh, I think you must be used to that being a movie star, a music star. I mean, I mean, you know, you kind of think. Actually, the day you think, yeah, that's because I'm so cool, is the day you you need to stop. You need to stop. But instead, oh, lovely. But then you soon bonded. Yeah, we bonded. We worked very well together. Yeah, it's lovely to see. It's great. It's lovely to see. Thanks, Nate. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. He's in and out. He's in and out. He's in and out. You can sit there, darling. But that's that's what we're going to do. We'll interview you another time. Yeah, that would be. Which I'm not sure if I'm allowed. I don't know. I'll check. I'll check with with the chaperones. But um, so, but Nate's still in the room. So you know, if you hear giggling or anything, that's him. But um, so, Aston, where did we get to? JLS. That was great. That was great. That was fun. All good things must come to an end. Indeed. And bad things. And bad things. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you had fun. Still friends. Yeah, still family. Yeah, definitely. So, when did the acting? Did did you get to a point when right? Let's start acting. We've always wanted to do it. We did that advert. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, it it destroyed the Wii. It destroyed the Wii, but it was almost destroyed Nintendo. It definitely destroyed Nokia, but it's fine. Okay, right, yeah. Um, Now you're. Yeah, I think. Do you know what I did? I did a uh, a feature film. uh, What was it? A year, year and a half ago now. I didn't know that. Yeah, called Boogeyman, and it was um, it's good fun, a really good Boogeyman fun. Boogeyman like Moo or no, Bo- no, Boogie Woogeyman? No, Boogeyman is in like dance wise. Oh, the Boogie Woogie. Yeah, except Boogie Woogeyman. The Boogie like the um, dancing man. Yeah, and it was it was like a really really great script, and it was a director that I'd worked with um, a few years before within JLS, and he was like, "Would love him to come read for this part, see if you see if you oh, like nice. it, and see if obviously if you can do it." Yes. So I went and read for the part, and um, it was just. Uh, it was a supporting actor, so I was the I was the lead actor's best friend oh. in, within the script. Right, and uh, it, was, it was nice. I get, I got to actually play the comedic one liner, you know, oh, you were funny the guy, which is nice. Guy. Yeah, it was a bit like a bit of a have, stoner. Maybe. No, oh, it wasn't. I was, the, I, was, I was I was I was the the clean cut rude boy. Oh, really? Okay. I was the clean cut version. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean, it was a bit like got all the rude boy. So friends, it was a bit of a rags to riches. Kind, it was it was like a college yeah. story of a bit like. Oh, you've got your head screwed on, mm. and you're you're trying to get out of you know you're trying to get out of a bad place. Yeah, you're knuckling down and working. Right. And, and okay. Getting my my best friend in the film at the time, he was basically struggling with um, his character loved to boogie. Um, he loved to boogie. Basically, yes. he loved seventies music like disco. Oh, loved, loved like, it. He loved yes, it, yes. but he had an Indian like all his all his family was um, like really really strict. Indian culture within oh, wow. his house. So was it set in the seventies? No, it was set, it set, set modern day. Oh, yeah, wow. and it was, um, yeah, it was it, it was cool because obviously it was a bit like my my character just loved everything modern, danced to everything modern, and knew about modern music. But he um, he kind of disobeyed the Indian culture within his family and and, and kind of just loved everything disco and everything. Wow. Um, I suppose not against his culture, but it was a Indian bit like culture's he, quite disco, though, isn't it? it not as is not as it. Like, what do you? <clears throat> uh, it's a lot of partying. It's a lot, it's a lot of partying, and beautiful. It's, it's there's a difference. Be, there's a difference between like Bollywood and John Travolta. Yes, do you know what I mean? Yes. So that he his like idol was like two sides of the same coin. But there you go. You so, could never the twain shout. Yes, there you go. So it was, it was the. Uh, it was listen. It was a great script. I really enjoyed great. it. And you've done that's out. Yeah, that's out. That and was, you um, get that. See yeah, that's on. That was on. Uh, that was on Sky Premiere. Oh, uh, just last month actually, and 
It's on like now TV and so Oh wow! So it just came out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, fab! I want to watch which that. Is, which is great, and it I didn't realise it that. won a whole load. Of must do research <laughs> next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> it really must. It's appalling. No, do you know what? It's, it's all them things where I go. Right. It was, uh, it was a great learning curve for me, and it, and, it, right. and it was just nice, more so for my friend, uh, the director uh, Andy Moran, who, like, really, really worked in the script hard, and he was just mm. a bit like. You know, I think it was that thing about he's asking questions. Do you think this is good? Is this good? Is this yeah. good? I was, like, was I it off no his own idea. back? Kind yeah, of thing, right? yeah. And, and it, was, thing. it was great, and it was oh, wow. He kind of took a big risk with it, and it won a load of like, I suppose the, the, the within the acting industry awards yeah. that he wanted. Do you know wow. what I mean? He wanted that recognition. And got to take that big risk, haven't you? Yeah, it costs. You know, you've got to get all the money and all the people and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly, and he did it. And it took Where about a year point? to get together. After finally getting the script, it took him then a year just to kind of go. Right, the script's ready. I'd need to now really build on this, which you know he did. He did. As I said, it's a year, so it was quick. But um, I was, a... I did a film once, and I was at a screening, and the director was so convinced it was rubbish. She apologised to us all before the movie began, and then sort of made it so the whole I don't know whether it's true or not, but the cinema sort of broke down, and all the lighting went off, and so we all had to go home. Oh. And I still don't know if that, that's true. I still don't know if he did that did he sabotage on purpose. That? Yeah, did he sabotage Possibly. The then the film came out and it was good. But, but it was... Uh, maybe maybe it's just, it's just a nervous... Like I'm, I'm yeah. sure Nate will probably say the same thing. You write a song and people hear it and you kind of go, oh, I don't know if he's any good, man. I'm not sure. But you have to obviously wait yes. for people's reaction to know. That moment of knowing. And you still, you know... And it only takes one source to say No. It's not good. Yeah. And all the other million I mean, listen, you're going never going to please everybody. No, definitely not. Never, ever, within any part of this entertainment industry, you're never. But I think as long as you deliver a performance that you're proud of and go, well, I did my best. Yes. That's then it. Then all you can kind of do is go, well, I did my best. Some people will be like, that is incredible, blah, blah, blah. Other people will be like, didn't like it, just for no reason. Yeah. Some people just don't like stuff. Some people just don't like, that's just like, their hobby. you know. Yeah, some people don't like... I mean, most people don't like what I do, as in all the plays I've done. I mean... Well, no, I mean, the majority of audiences do walk out, but I, I just sort of go... <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm there and I'm like, you know what? That one person... I mean, yeah, they probably just come in because they're... I mean, they, they don't have anywhere else to go, and it's free. Well, in fact, I'm paying people to come and watch it. In that instance. Right, okay. But if that one person, yes, they're asleep, but if that one person's life has changed, just a tiny fraction, even it all goes in, See? then I've done my job. There you, you go, know? you've then done I, your that's job. What I like exactly anyway. that. I'm, I'm with you. Well, so someone's coming in. Someone's coming in. Jamie's Jamie. Hello, Jamie. I'm doing a podcast right yes. Oh. Everyone's getting involved. I'm involved. Do you, who do you need, darling? I need Aston. To Aston. Yeah. Well, can I wrap up with him? Certainly. Very quickly. Well, Indeed. Aston, so now you're acting. And I am. Yes. You've jumped into it. I have. Very quickly, your process. What do you do to get the character? Um, so for me, time. mine's actually quite easy. I can't lie. It's it's yes. it's a it's a manager of a boy band. So all I'm doing is you know that world. I know that I know that world so well that I've had many managers over the years, and it's quite easy to kind of I've had the conversations within the scripts. Do you sort of see those people and history? Yeah, I kind of got. I didn't like how that conversation went. 
So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna do the exact opposite from what my manager did then, or I'm gonna go, that was great, I'm gonna just take that, what happened then, five years ago, 10 years ago, and uh, put it here. Wonderful. Thank you, Aston. Well, it's wonderful. What thank a lovely you. chat. Though. Thank you, my love. And thank you, Nate. Thank you, yes. Well done, a sneak little bit of Nate there. We'll have a chat to another time, if I'm allowed. <laughs> Bye, boys. Bye. Bye. Lovely Aston Merigold there. What a bloody lovely man. And in case you've never seen him, he's an absolute dish. He really is. Well, let's wrap up for this week, shall we? I mean, literally, it's fucking freezing in here. I'm wearing eight dressing gowns. I'm still shivering. I might have to let my best friend Sue Clinch get in the bed again. Oof. Her pong is unfortunate, her manners unforgivable, but she gives off more heat than a hundred water bottles. I'll just have to stop her bringing bloody chicken wings into the bed again. I'm always finding bones under the duvet. I hope it's chicken anyway. Ugh. God forgive if she goes back to her old ways. I'm not testifying for her again. I don't care how many times she's paid my rent. Which is every time she's always paid my rent. Don't forget, darlings... Harry Hill's Club Night is on all four. And the first episode features myself and a man popping up, doing a little bit of fun. And also Anna's People online. If you go onto YouTube, Mr. Box is the channel, or you can find it on Colin Holt Comedy, which is where you can find all my videos. So please have a watch of some of those. Anna's People is a pilot for a hopefully soon-to-be-happening online series. Also Facebook, Anna Man Actress... You can buy some things there or you will be able to soon once I've pulled my money finger out of my arse. And then, of course, Instagram, Animan Actress, Twitter, Colin Holt Comedy. And do watch Almost Never, which Aston is appearing in. And, of course, Colin Holt is appearing in. That is on iPlayer right now. And a little bit of news. We're arranging it, but we are hoping to be touring a new show in the new year. I haven't been gigging a lot recently um, but I will be back in the new year hopefully with a brand new show which is all very exciting all right my darlings I love you be visceral be real be brave I've been Anna Man Mwah. of television history is contained in the box of delights i've climbed up nelson's column once before these are small and put it down in front of back push i'm julia rayside join me and my guests as we dip into our favorite tv memories you can't tell me what to do you ain't my mother i love when a plan comes together come and tell us what yours are too we've all been told we can't discuss nominations it's a bit of car air shut up with a novel on the top i think i like you love joy find us on twitter at box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great big owl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.